You're listening to a Hindustan Times podcast brought to you by HD Smartcast. You are listening to World and Wars with me Aditi Prasad. It's your daily dose of triumphs, tragedies and untold stories of global conflicts. India is pursuing an independent foreign policy which is not easy in today's world can we rely on the country and its leadership to cooperate or will it make decisions tomorrow that do not even correspond to its national interests with India such games don't exist India does not play games a few days ago when India celebrated its 75th republic day russian president vladimir putin heaped this praise on new delhi Was this just a catchy statement for the cameras? When the Russia-Ukraine war broke out, India refused to toe the line drawn by the West. Is that independence of policy now reaping dividends in a completely different conflict? The Red Sea, one of the world's most important trade routes, is currently in mayhem. The Houthis are continuously attacking commercial ships, blatantly ignoring threats and even military strikes by America. Dozens of companies are reporting delays in shipments, rising costs, falling profits. Crude oil prices have been climbing ever since the Red Sea tension began. Now, America's aerial bombings over the last two days have caused oil prices to rise again after a brief slump. But is India's oil supply much more safe from the Houthis as compared to many other countries? Let's take a look. On January 11th America and the UK conducted their first air strikes on the Houthis. A few days later, a Houthi leader declared that America and British ships had become legitimate targets along with Israeli vessels. Now the Houthis followed up the threats with action. They fired missiles and drones at not just commercial ships but also warships of the US and UK. Meanwhile, more than a week after the first western air strikes, the Houthis issued a public assurance. A Houthi leader specifically named Russia and China while saying that ships not linked to Israel or not sailing to and from Israeli ports are safe. Russia and China are both close allies of Iran, a country that backs the Houthis fully. Vladimir Putin had also called America's air strikes on the Houthis illegitimate. and this guarantee of safety for russian ships by the houthis would have caused some sighs of relief in new delhi as well why well because ever since the ukraine war broke out india has stepped up its oil purchases from russia a few weeks ago a russian minister said that the total share of oil supplies to india had increased to 40% in the last two years this means that india now buys nearly half of all of russia's oil exports Similarly, Russian oil makes up around 40% of India's total imports. So if the Houthis are promising to keep Russian cargo ships safe, it's good news for India. This is also because some shipping companies are now sailing around Africa to avoid the Red Sea, which is causing long delays, driving up prices. But have the Houthis kept their promise to Russia? One of the recent and most serious attacks on a commercial ship 
took place on January 26th. MV Marlin Luanda was struck by a Houthi missile and a huge fire broke out. The Indian Navy helped save the ship and Indian soldiers boarded it to douse the fire. Interestingly, the ship was carrying Russian cargo. To be more precise, the shipment was of naphtha, a flammable oil which had been produced in Russia. But the ship also had some alleged links to the UK. So the Houthi promise seems to have come with a lot of caveats. This was not the only case of Russia-linked ships coming under attack. The same day that Marlin Luanda came under attack, another ship carrying Russian oil had a scare. Bloomberg reported that the ship saw a missile exploding just one nautical mile away. A couple of weeks ago, on January 12th, another ship carrying Russian oil was targeted by the Houthis. It had a narrow escape as a missile landed just 500 meters from it. It was later called a case of mistaken identity. Now, these cases show that while those attacks may not be intentional, the Houthis' promise of security is also not bulletproof. But it is also likely that Moscow would be pushing Iran to make the Houthis more careful. India can also take advantage of the situation. So far, India-linked ships have not been attacked by the Houthis. But ships with Indian crew and ships sailing to India have come under attack. The first case was the MV Camp Pluto. It was sailing to Mangaluru and was hit by a drone on December 23rd. But there's suspense about whether the drone was fired from Yemen or from Iran. The same day, the American military claimed that an India-flagged ship was attacked near Yemen. However, Indian officials later said that while it had Indian crew, the ship was not India-flagged. The same day, a Norwegian ship with Indian crew faced an attack. The ship, which was saved from a fire by the Indian Navy, also had mostly an all-Indian crew. Now, India and Iran have grown distant in recent years. India stopped buying Iranian oil during Donald Trump's tenure as U.S. president. Tehran had also criticized Delhi for the abrogation of Kashmir's special status. But the ongoing conflicts have given India another opportunity to reinforce its neutrality on the international stage. Delhi might not have a lot of leeway with Tehran right now, but the Modi government can use its friendly relations with Putin to influence the Houthis positively about Indian shipping. Keep in mind that India is the world's largest rice exporter and around 35% of this is shipped through the Red Sea. Now, the Houthi blockade is posing a risk worth billions of dollars to India's rice industry. Demand for India's basmati rice in the West is dropping because shipments are delayed and becoming more costly. But it's not just about rice. Around 50% of India's exports happen with Europe, North America, North Africa and the Middle East. This is all heavily dependent on the Red Sea route and is now at risk. It's been a few weeks and the bad effects of the Houthis' maritime blockade are starting to show. America has tried the military approach and so far it only seems to have made the situation worse. It might be time for India to take advantage of its unique position and try some backdoor diplomacy. Paradoxically, this may even make Delhi more indispensable to the West, which seems to be exhausting its negotiating options even as the war expands and gets bloodier. This is me signing off now. 
If you have any queries, reach out to me at the rate of Prasad Aditi on X. This podcast was produced by Deeksha Chaurasia, edited by Sanju Abraham. Meet you in the next episode. Ciao. To stay updated on this podcast, follow us at HD Smartcast on all the major social media platforms. To listen to more such podcasts, log on to www.hdsmartcast.com. Listener.